Welcome into the Housing Hour with Kevin Ray, a locally produced program devoted to bringing you a fresh perspective on housing, diving into the issues that matter most. The Housing Hour with Kevin Ray is presented by Mortgage Investors Group. Now, Kevin Ray. Welcome into the Housing Hour. This is Kevin Ray. I am your host, and I'm here with our executive producer and co-host, Mark Griffith. We want to thank you so much for joining us. Excited to have you in today, and hopefully we can bring something to you that will add some value to your day, and you can share this with friends and family. And as a matter of fact, to let you know how you can share this, you can go to um, the mothership of all of our information. That's thehousinghour.com. Um, you can also find us on Facebook as well, and that is facebook.com slash thehousinghour. Um, and we're on Twitter at thehousinghour, and Mark is on Pinterest as well. (laughs) He's a pinner. He's a big pinner. So anyway, we're thankful um, for the opportunity. Uh, We're going to have this show for you um, to share just soon after the show is complete. And uh, today we have some exciting guests with us. And uh, one of the things that Mark and I try to really make a point of is to bring some of the people that have made MIG what they are today. And that means some of our loan officers, some of their referral partners. We really try to make that um, something that we thread throughout the year because that's important. That's the people who keep us in business. That's the people who keep the MIG name out there, Mortgage Investors Group. Um, You can find us, by the way, at MIGonline.com or give us a ring at 1-800-489-8910. But today, I want to introduce to you, which he's a longtime guest, he's been here several times actually, Robert Carter, closewithcarter.com, Robert Carter with Mortgage Investors Group. How are you, sir? Doing great. Great to be back. Thanks for having us again. Absolutely. And you um, have been on a couple of times. You've you've came to come to tell us about your business, what you do, how you do it, you know, and all of those things. But you've brought someone in with you today. Do you mind introducing your yes, friend? Yes, I'm Brian Julie Thacker with Tennessee Valley Realty Associates. She's a property manager and realtor. Mm-hmm. Uh, actually, we've done some business together personally too. The uh, she handles my investment properties. The I can personally vouch for her uh, mm-hmm. skills. Mm-hmm. So that's good. And you, so you scratch her back and she scratches yours. That's the way we do it. That's the American way. <laughs> that's exactly <laughs> right. Well, welcome into the housing hour. Hi, thanks for having me. Absolutely. We were talking off air a little bit. There's um, one of the things that you do is you you manage properties. Somebody who owns a property, you need somebody that's going to help take care of the property as far as renting it and keeping up with all those things. That's one of that's one of your things that you do, right? Yes. A lot of owners don't realize the undertaking that a rental income property has. Mm-hmm. There's marketing the property, screening the tenants, getting the lease documents done, mm-hmm. getting them moved in, utilities turned on in their name, making sure they're mowing the yard, taking right. care of the house, and then paying rent, obviously. Mm-hmm. And I take care of all of that. I send the owners a check every month and keep them happy. And so when you say that you do that for each of your properties that you manage, how many properties do you manage? Currently, I'm right over 100 single-family no. homes. No. Yeah, Are that's in Knoxville, the North City, right. and Maryville. And, and you have to have a team of people, I would imagine. Absolutely. Yeah. And yes. how does that work? Because you have 100 people. I mean, that's a lot of people. It <laughs> is. You know, and what, what the cool thing, and we'll talk about this later, what a great way to help people that maybe you're managing their property. You can then 
um, be in touch with these folks who are living there. Maybe they want to own a home someday, and you can help them with that. But first, before I get to that, tell me how you manage 100-plus properties. I mean, how do you manage to do that? Well, I have a wonderful broker Mm -hmm. that is very involved in the property management side of his business. Mm -hmm. Um, I have a wonderful assistant who Mm -hmm. pretty much picks up my slack. She's Mm -hmm. answering the phone calls, dealing with the maintenance requests, which are frequent, as you might imagine, (laughs) on 100 houses. Something's always leaking somewhere. And then I have a full maintenance team that helps with the maintenance requests, mm-hmm. and also we renovate houses for our investors okay. that like to buy in bulk. Mm-hmm. We go in, redo the house, get it rent ready, and then get a tenant moved in. Wow. I mean, that's a lot of work and a lot to keep up with, I'm sure. I mean, I can't even imagine just the maintenance because I, I had one rental property <laughs> and I was the person that was doing all that. And it was it seemed like it was a lot of work. I do not recommend one. that. Right. I, I, mean, I agree. Property <laughs> management, even on a small scale, can be a full-time job right. if you allow sure. it. Now, so. you studied um, classic uh, civilization. You almost have a little civilization of people, <laughs> really, <laughs> if you I think do. about it, at, at the University of Tennessee. Yes. And also, I guess, did you minor in political science? Uh, it was a dual major. Oh, okay, dual major. Yep. That's right. Um what exactly did you decide? When did you decide that, hey, real estate, because, hey, everybody goes to school for different things. And what you went to school for actually, I'm sure, has helped you immensely in the world that you're in, especially the political science, sure. understanding um, the dynamics around that. But um, you know, I love to get to know our guests a little bit deeper than just what they do. What did you decide? Why did you decide to get into real estate? Well, When I declared my classic civilizations major, Mm -hmm. my advisor sat me down and said, you realize there are no jobs Mm -hmm. in classic civilizations. That's that's encouraging. (laughs) (laughs) And of course, I was young and, oh, I don't care. It's so interesting and I'm going to learn so much. So come time of graduation from UT, I'm like, oh, I'm going to have this degree and I'm obviously going to kill it in the world. Right. And then you have to decide what you want to do. Right. And you I took a job as an assistant property manager for mm-hmm. some low-income apartments. Mm-hmm. Had no idea what I was doing. Mm. But that led to getting my real estate license. I managed some commercial properties in the Florida area for six years. I was mm-hmm. living here but managing shopping centers in Tampa. Wow. And then I made the transition back into residential because I love single family homes mm-hmm. and it, it's really rewarding sure. to get to work with the tenants. They're so happy. Mm-hmm. You have this beautiful little cute rental house and they're so excited to move their family into it. Mm-hmm. That's special. Now, so I stumbled I, into real estate. I like <laughs> how um, you don't try to hide what your majors were. It's actually something you're very proud of. Oh, yeah. And I think that that's, that's great because everybody that majored in something is, is a lot of times they're not doing what they majored in or something that's maybe an offshoot of that. Um, And I think it's important too, because when you went to school, what you're learning in school is you're learning a lot of organizational skills. You're learning a lot of thought processes and how you 
come to great decisions um, and you at the end of the day you get motivation and, and 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 frankly you get a lot of confidence out of school yes. you know and so for you to just stumble into it and then all of a sudden you're um, you're managing properties in Florida how does that happen I mean how do you manage <laughs> properties in Florida like shopping centers well I was ready to get out of the low-income housing mm-hmm. um, market mm-hmm. and I had applied with a real estate broker who was part owner in several uh, commercial. Were you living in Florida at the time? No, I was in Knoxville. He okay. lives in Knoxville. Okay. Um, so I, I, again, stumbled into that as mm-hmm. well, not knowing anything about commercial real estate. Mm-hmm. But I got my license and I got to make several trips down to Florida to check out these shopping centers. And What a tough that job. Awful. I know. Absolutely <laughs> awful. Yes. My mid-twenties were fantastic. Yeah. <laughs> Did you have to have your license down there? No. In Florida? Okay. No. Well, that's because good. the properties down there, we were only leasing them. They were, I, I mean, units in a shopping center. Right. And you don't have to be licensed to be a leasing right. agent. But I bet you that really gave you a lot of experience dealing with those personalities. Absolutely. Right? And also dealing with, I mean, low income has their own kind of niche and they have their own sort of way of handling them um and you know honestly a lot of times i i liked working with lower income and first-time home buyers because you were really able to kind of mold for them what this is all about and so that was a a great thing but between that and what you did in florida that really probably made you a very well-rounded person who you are today with what you were doing today well i i thought getting into commercial real estate Mm -hmm. that it would be less dramatic Right. You know, because in <laughs> residential, you're all, especially multifamily homes, you're having so and so's playing their music too loud or they're stomping and I can hear them. And right. it's no different in commercial my bad. real estate. I had a barber shop in one of my shopping centers mm-hmm. and he played his music loud. So mm-hmm. I started getting phone calls from other tenants about him playing his music. Right. And I thought, wow, wow I, I never left. That's multifamily. <laughs> well, and I'm sure that's where your political science degree came in because you can handle <laughs> the politics of all of that very well. So, um, you know, now that you're in, you've been in business for how long? I've been in property management since 2005. Since 2005. Yeah. So now that you've been in it for a while, tell me what you think of today's market compared to what you've seen over the last, whatever, 10 years, 11 years. My daughter was born in 2005, so I kind of have an idea of how long ago that was. And I remember 2005 very well. It was very busy in 2005. I mean, refinance-wise, I was doing a lot of those, and we were seeing some purchases well. So you saw um, it dip, of course, in 2008, 2009. So talk to me about what you've seen in your career. Well, 2008 didn't hit the commercial side as hard that year. Around 2011 is really when it got to us. Mm -hmm. People were still paying their rent on their business space so -hmm. that they could pay their mortgage, or they were trying to. Mm -hmm. It then got to the point they were making a decision between paying the mortgage and paying their business rent Mm -hmm. so they were shutting down Mm -hmm. so i had shopping centers that were vacant almost in some parts of florida Mm -hmm. and florida got hit hard right Uh, my tennessee properties weren't as tough but it was still slow and struggling to get the rent coming in and that's when i decided because i had i had missed the interaction with residents Mm -hmm. with tenants right and I was craving something like that again because commercial had been such a struggle for mm-hmm. a while. 
So I made the jump just cold turkey back into residential real estate mm-hmm. and landed with the firm I'm at today. And I actually think my four-year anniversary is coming up there oh, okay. this month. That's awesome. <laughs> well, you've been in the business for a while now. And one of the things that I see in the real estate world is in also lending too. It's not just real estate is that you're going to be given the keys to the kingdom. You do with it what you want. If you want to work hard and you want to make a way for yourself, you can do that. I mean, I see people succeed all the time in our business, in our industry. And then you also see people who do fade and yes. fall. Um, and that's maybe they're not willing to work hard that hard or maybe they just don't have the skill set. I'm not sure. But just in America, is just like the industry that we're in. If you're willing to work hard enough, and you, you can do it and do it in such a way that you can perform at your tasks, you're going to succeed. And, and clearly you've done that. Well, I, I was actually nervous because whenever I was doing commercial real estate, I had a salary mm-hmm. and commission. Right. So when I made the jump, I was strictly commission. Right. And I remember questioning, am I self-motivated enough mm. to make this work? Right. And here I am. Still doing it. (laughs) That's awesome. Well, and, you know, commission, Robert, we're going to pull you in here in a moment. You've done fantastic. One of our best loan officers and has done a tremendous job with, you know, working hard, doing the right thing. And uh, we're going to talk more to you in a minute. We only have about a minute left in the segment. Do you want to say something? You look like you're about to say something. Just like in the background of a professional pilot administration degree. Uh, Yeah. Naturally leads into a career in finance. (laughs) Right. Background in aviation. Exactly. It comes down to being self-motivated, waking up in the morning and having a drive to achieve the goal for yourself, Mm -hmm. no matter what industry you're in, real estate side or the finance side. Preach, brother. That's right. I'll get up on this chair right here all day. That's right. And that's a good point because MIG, and you look at Chrissy Ray and Chuck Tonkin, that's how MIG was built. They felt like there was something that needed to be done, and they opened up a business and worked hard and have for the last 27 years. And today you have Mortgage Investors Group. As a result of that, um, we're bringing you a company that does the right thing, and they try to do it every time. We're going to continue this conversation with Julie Thacker and Robert Carter right after these messages. Join us in just a moment. The Housing Hour with Kevin Ray continues, helping you understand what is really going on out there and what to do about it. Again, Kevin Ray. Welcome back into the Housing Hour. This is Kevin Ray. I am your host. We want to thank you for joining us today. Um, We're excited to be here. I'm here with Mark Griffith, our executive producer and co-host, and also Robert Carter, senior loan officer at Mortgage Investors Group, and uh, Julie Thacker, who is um, a realtor, but also a property manager and also a classical um, civilization major <laughs> at the University of Tennessee. As Tell me well about as the Mayans pl- today, please. Exactly. <laughs> have you been to Cancun before? I have not. Did you not know? <laughs> um, I think that's very interesting, actually. Um, that was pretty cool when I read that. Uh, Robert, you have been with MIG for how long? Uh, Four years now. Four years? Is that all? It seems longer for some reason. <laughs> yeah, a day with me is like a century. No, it's <laughs> yeah. But um, MIG, you know, Mark, you think about you, the people that you have in your office, Jackie and Shannon um, and Norma, and they've all been around for some time. Um, 
I see Robert as being one of those people that's going to be a staple at MIG for a long time because I see loyalty. I see hard work. I see dedication. Um, he's there late. You know, he, you know, doesn't uh, pressure wash his fence as much anymore. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> it's a long story. Yes, <laughs> but don't, do you not see some of those things? Well, he has this persistent quality about him. Yeah. You know, you know that he's in there for the long run. And, right. he's, and he's really smart, intelligent, and he does business well. So We're talking uh, about Robert. Yeah, yeah. we're just, yeah. <laughs> 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 Someone else here. No, yeah. he does. Yeah. He's, he's really smart about the business because you can see how the, the deals are structured and i'm sure that you see it and that's the only way you i have taught him it what are you talking about? <laughs> well that's the only way you have staying power you know with staying you power you're gonna have it somewhere there kevin oh he's always gonna grab it from you yeah well i remember so, congratulations kevin you yes. produced a great one i remember when robert <laughs> first good parenting that's right when robert first came in you could just tell and, and you know i compared it to when you were flying planes you know flying a plane there's so much going on on your dashboard that you have to know and you have to have all you know all kinds of structured things in your mind what what, if this happened what am i going to do if that happened what am i going to do so you already had that in your mindset which i i told you back then that i thought that was going to bode well for you and that's what you've done you have to be able to kind of go with the flow and change gears and change altitudes mostly we try to avoid having problems by organizing well up front But you always must have a plan B. Right. And there's Occasionally C and D, depending right. upon how crazy it gets. Right. Because we can uncover as many problems on the front end <laughs> as we possibly can. But sometimes maybe the client didn't give us the full picture, not, not on purpose, but maybe they didn't know. Um, and so things come up, and you have to have some other paths. Circumstances change yeah. all the time in life. Right. That's and true. And we're just here to be beside you and guide you through the path of buying a home in the meantime. Say that five times in a row. That's pretty good. <laughs> so, so when you, uh, Julie, back over to you for a moment. Um, Robert is obviously somebody that you trust. You've you've done your personal loan. He said that you told me that. Um, yeah. So I'm not breaking any confidentiality. Right. right? Um, <laughs> we need and, to just sign this disclosure right <laughs> yeah. here, please. But you've seen him in action, I guess. And so when you got a business, I'm just curious. How did you guys meet? At a PLMP. No, it was not at a positive, like-minded people event. <laughs> <laughs> no, I think we actually met at my office. You uh, were working. Oh, that's with right, Scott. Scott. Yes, yeah. with yeah. your broker. Yeah, the, the uh, Auburn fan. Yes, yeah, yeah. so right. we don't talk about Auburn fans. This is yeah. East Tennessee radio. Mm-hmm. Yes. That's right. Yeah. If you don't have orange, right. you're not allowed in this particular room. So, <laughs> and, and you know, Scott, what what a great success story there. Yeah. I mean, tell you what, we got to have him back on at some point because he's living the dream here. Um, but if he, he can find the time to stop by, he's yeah. a busy man. Oh, these sorry, days. we won't. Yeah. We can we can get on his schedule. But when you... Um, He's covering had, my stuff right now. <laughs> you know, when Robert came in, he was bringing donuts or whatever he was doing. Right. Um, you were able to connect with him. Yes. And, you know, what, what exactly drew you to Robert? I was new to Tennessee Valley Realty Associates at the same time he was starting with MIG. Mm, okay. So we were kind of the new kids on our block. Mm-hmm. The young there. guns. Oh, four years ago, because yeah. you mentioned that, yeah. So we naturally clicked, mm-hmm. um, and we hung out a few times, and I quickly Tailgated see, quite a bit together. Tailgated quite a bit, mm-hmm. yeah. And whenever I had a deal come along, I threw it over to him. Mm-hmm. And I 
absolutely love working with Robert. Mm. Love working with Robert. That's awesome. Even if you have me working at midnight. <laughs> Which I do often. That's okay. I'm one of those. Uh, yeah, I think that's great because... My household thanks you. Yeah. <laughs> one of the things when I originated, when I connected with someone like a realtor, um, it's a team. You know? Yes. If you're going to be if you are going to be successful, you have to take that kind of mindset. It's a team, and it's give and take. And uh, at the end of the day, you all have the same goal, right, Robert? To have fun, right? Exactly. To get the yes. people <laughs> closed. <laughs> yes. Um, and at the beginning, when you guys first started together, and you started referring him deals, and I'm sure he makes effort to, to refer deals as mm -hmm. well. We don't see obviously as many as we we um, you know realtors can refer right. but when you first started in on that process you know sometimes things get slow you know and it's like oh goodness you know I don't have anything to send you know and that's where true friendship is developed where you can keep that loyalty did you have moments like that of course yeah. I mean my focus is on property management right so my sales are fewer and further in between mm -hmm. but whenever I do have one come along he's mm -hmm. the first call I make right um, I don't feel guilty not sending him stuff all the time because I don't always have something to send. Right, right. And I have to take care of my rental properties. Mm -hmm. That's number one. I think that that's so good to think at how struck how you have your business structured yeah. because you have business over here and then you also have it over here. It's diversified. Yeah, it's exactly. What are you going to say? And everybody needs a circle of people they can trust. Right. Yes. You can't have just one particular person as much as I would love to be that particular person for mm. everyone in the lending world. Mm. I do not do commercial lending. Mm -hmm. So you need a commercial lender out there. The, uh, so you need a circle that you can pass the business around that everyone knows how to work with each other. Yeah. And you may be a little bit more sort of um, refined as far as your knowledge goes of finance and things. But some realtors, I'm sure, come oh. to you and say, hey, do you have a commercial lender that you could refer me to? Mm -hmm. You know, because you can vet that person out and, and help I do. them. Yeah. And I do have right. someone I can refer you exactly. to, and they will send you right back over to me if you need a residential loan. Exactly. The, uh, so it, it is a circle of trust and discern figuring out who works well with others mm -hmm. because personalities don't always coincide. Mm -hmm. So whenever you find two that do, you can take that and go far with it. Right. It's, it's the circle of life. Like Disney says, it's yes. the circle of life. <laughs> Are there birds flying around exactly. the radio station today? Exactly. Um, well, and, and I was also thinking as you all, you all were interacting, um, you know, clients sense that I think when they have a team, and it makes them so much more comfortable. You know, it, they see, okay, these folks actually know each other. They're saying the same things and keep it on the same page. The last client I uh, had with Robert said that exact thing. They, mm. We do really well with first-timers, first-time mm -hmm. homebuyers. Yeah. Um, they're new. They have no idea what the process is. Mm -hmm. So I usually say, Robert and I are going to handle everything right here mm -hmm. we'll tell you and ask you when you need to know things mm -hmm. but it's it's being handled right trust us right, right. and so i p apparently had said something to them that robert word for word repeated <laughs> at some point yeah and she came back and said robert said the same thing <laughs> that, it must be true I was, I was like, yeah the first time home buyers more than others we want you to feel like the process has been educational mm -hmm. yes the, uh, it's a lot of money you're spending whenever you're buying a house mm -hmm. the uh, you don't want to get to the end of that result and feel like you just spent a hundred, two hundred, three hundred thousand dollars, and oh gosh, where did my money go? Mm -hmm. How do I owe it back? You know, can I rent this property down the road? Right. The, uh, 
there's questions that are out there that need to be answered before you go to the closing table. Mm-hmm. The, uh, not to find out years later, whenever you have a question and decide that you can't do something that you want to do with that property. Mm-hmm. And THDA, um, you spoke about having uh, a THDA loan. And THDA is a great opportunity. And not everybody fits in that bucket, but you yeah. had a great experience with that. And so while we're talking about first-time home buyers, it's a great program. Um, and actually, we're running out of time in this segment. Why don't we talk about that when we get back on the other side? Talk about the first-time home buyer program, because I know that you focus on property management, but you also, you know, if somebody heard us today that's thinking about buying a home and they're a first-time home buyer, maybe their personality fits with yours, and we can, right. you know, talk a, a about A lot that. of renters turn into first-time home buyers. Yeah. That's true. Absolutely. That is our goal for you. Well, we're going to continue this conversation right here on The Housing Hour in just a couple of minutes. Return with us and we'll learn more about the First Time Home Buyer Program, THDA. The Housing Hour with Kevin Ray continues, helping you understand what is really going on out there and what to do about it. Again, Kevin Ray. Welcome back into the Classical Hour here with... No, I'm kidding. This is the Housing Hour with Kevin Ray. Um, I like that little segue there. I love this song, too. Um, Thank you guys for joining us. Uh, We're excited to be here. We're actually very excited also about bringing you educational moments here on the Housing Hour, which we've been doing today. We've been learning more about Julie Thacker, who is here with us in studio alongside... Uh, Robert Carter, who is with MIG, and uh, Mark Griffith, who's our executive producer and co-host. We want to thank you for joining us. And my name is Kevin Ray. I am uh, so grateful for the opportunity to speak to you today. And we hope that you can share this show with friends and family alike. Um, And just to reiterate, you can go to thehousinghour.com and click right there. You can see our show. It's going to be on the front page. You'll see Robert's uh, picture as well as Julie's. Go ahead and apologize for that right now. If you'd like to print that off and put it in the kitchen, it'll keep (laughs) the mice out. I'm just kidding. (laughs) So, but seriously, we're grateful. Um, Robert is a great guy. He's been with MIG for four years. Um, He was a former pilot. He he flew um, our troops home. Um, with Omni Air, I believe it was. That's correct. Is that correct? Um, and just a, a tremendous uh, guy. He's become part of the MIG family. Um, he has uh, a, an assistant now, which is a big uh, moment for him when that happened. Kelly Cook is fantastic. Yeah. And he's got a full-time processor and closer um, and girlfriend. <laughs> Allegedly. There's, uh, there's a lot of things happening in my life. That's right. He's juggling a lot. He's got two homes. He's rolling down uh, downtown. He's got he's a great setup. Love so. living in downtown Knoxville. Yeah. yeah. Right. Absolutely so. love it. And you know what? MIG um, is one of the things that Robert, when he um, first started with MIG, he had um, actually went through us to have his loan, to get his loan, very much um, like Julie, and, you know, was intrigued, I guess, and just interested in 
um, how it worked and the mortgage bus took care of you, right? Yes, uh, Rick Boyd, the mortgage bus. I got on the bus with Rick Boyd. <laughs> and I'm not sure I ever got off of it either. <laughs> <laughs> but Rick's been with us for a long time as well. Um, but it sparked something in you. And I think that one of the reasons was because when you worked in Omni Air, I mean, you were over in Europe, you were in the Middle East. I mean, there was never really a normal week for you. No. So this has been a great four years, I'm sure, for you to be able it's to actually 18 stay. hour days right love it right. yeah uh, <laughs> i don't know what normal is it was right. never really in my vocabulary growing up yeah. so yeah uh, I, I enjoy doing things a little bit differently than others the, uh, and yeah i mean you work hard but that's that's your choice you could work a normal amount of time and maybe not live downtown <laughs> right <laughs> right so julie we all know living in the city operates from nine to five that's right just like dolly parton says um we're gonna transition back over to julie julie um we were talking uh, kind of at the beginning of the show a little bit about your experience with uh, thda yeah. and that you had um, actually got a loan with them and talk to me about that because when you have a first-time home buyer it's it's the very first thing that we recommend usually yeah well, I was 24 and buying my first mm-hmm. property. I always intended for it to become a an investment property, a rental property. So I went with THDA. It fit my income, mm-hmm. the area that I was looking in, because I know THDA doesn't reach all areas. I'll right. let Robert answer to that. Mm-hmm. Um, so it was it was a perfect loan for me mm-hmm. at the time. And when you went through that process. And this is a this is a myth. This is a legend. It, did you find it cumbersome or more difficult? Not at all. Right. No. Yeah. And that's what's cool, Robert, is that we specialize in THDAs. We're pretty pretty much at the top. We, well, are, we at are the top. Yeah. Exactly. Top pretty much. We are the, the number one THDA lender yeah. in the state of Tennessee. Right. But it's an easy loan for us. I mean, when you have the right person as far as income and, and area, it's pretty much a no brainer. Correct. The. Uh, for the first time home buyer, which is defined by not owning a home in the previous three years, a lot of people think, oh, I've owned a home 10 years ago. Mm-hmm. It didn't go the way I wanted it to. Right. I'm not a first time home buyer. Incorrect. You are. The mm-hmm. uh, THDA is not limited to any geographical area either. So you can buy in smack dab in the city of downtown Knoxville, or you can buy in Union County. Mm-hmm. The uh, You can buy anywhere you want with it. It uh, comes in and uh, assists with the down payment. Um, more typically than not on the back end of an FHA loan, mm-hmm. the, uh, but you can back it up to a VA or a uh, you know, USDA. It has multiple different uses. Mm-hmm. Uh, one of my favorite things about the THDA loan is it requires home buyer education. The, uh, I am a proponent of more people getting educated about the money that they're spending mm-hmm. instead of just coming in and throwing their money at something and not understanding what product they're buying. Mm-hmm. The, uh, so. Part of that educational experience is letting people know that if you get a THDA loan, you may never rent that property mm-hmm. into an income-producing property. The uh, it will you either must sell it or refinance it. The uh, so if your plan down the road is to move on and turn this property into income-producing property, we got to do something with it. The uh, in some cases you refinance it, uh, other cases you sell it. Right. And, and did you have the good fortune of working with Julie down that process? I did. Yeah. Yes. Right. I refinanced two months ago. Mm-hmm. Correct. Yes. Yeah. Well, that's good because, you know, you could have, some people might say, well, nobody's ever going to know. Well, I, you know, you're going to know. And that's the, my conscience wouldn't let me do that. I've had you clients know? that have had a THDA loan and have rented their house out. Mm-hmm. That did not go well. 
yeah, yeah exactly. they find out. The, uh, Governor Haslam be right there at your front door. Yeah, exactly. I've, I've refinanced clients that had foreclosure notices because they didn't play by the rules. Yeah, yeah, there are rules to the money that you're taking. And now, that's the reason it's important to be educated upon the product that you're going into. Me and Mark had the great opportunity of going to the peer session, if you recall, Mark, a few years ago, where we and the Tennessee um, Housing Summit as well. And so we got to see firsthand. I would recommend, Robert, that you go to one of those if you haven't already. It's a great opportunity, Mark, to be able to see behind the scenes of what THDA is doing and how they're doing it. We sat in on a Section 8 briefing, remember, where they were allocating funds and telling us what they were doing with it. And I know you probably know about Section 8. It was, it, it's a great um, organization. Well, I just would and add you're on that, the, Robert, on the, yeah, I'm on the advisory board uh, for THDA that meets quarterly in Nashville. So I did, and I'm rolling off in November. So mm. you should take that spot. Yeah. Yeah, I love Nashville too. Yeah, I mean, you just go down. It's just one day. They feed you lunch. You come back. So it's one day committed. Wait, there's you have free the time. food. It's there's free, free food. food. The, salary, I'm sold the salary. I'm, I'm so easy to sell to. The salary is the free food. <laughs> the salary. Yeah, and and you actually have to chip in for that. I, no, no, hey, I'm not married yet, so free food's important in my yet? life. Do you have an announcement to make? <laughs> no. You're on there. Uh, so you talk about being put on the spot on the radio. <laughs> Just kidding. Um, so that's that's good information too, Mark, because I think. That is a transition that most loan officers make. But, Robert, you've done that pretty early in your career. Because some, some loan officers, I mean, at other companies, not at this company or Mortgage Investors Group, but they don't even know about THDA. But there's not just THDA. There's other programs for first-time homebuyers. Before I have you talk about that, though, um, is, what's the advantage of someone that has a veteran uh, you know, accreditation to going THDA? Is there any advantage of them coupling it with? The uh it's certain builders around our area refuse to pay uh, closing costs on behalf of the uh, seller. Mm-hmm. The uh, About the only reason you'd ever couple up a VA to a THDA would be to pay the closing costs. Mm-hmm. The, uh, there's a couple other options there, too. You could premium price it to where you could have the seller or have the lender, myself, pay the closing costs for you. But that's going to result in a... Uh, in a higher mortgage payment that yeah. you may or may not qualify for. But so th- at this the end is... of the day here, what we're really talking about is having somebody that observe what your situation is right. and figure out what is best for you and then tell you why it's best for you and show you through the process. Exactly. And, and that's not the only first-time homebuyer program. With the last minute that we have, actually less than that, tell me what else you have out there. The uh, Rural Development's a fantastic program as well The uh, for 100% financing. Uh, in a perfect world, everybody has a little bit of down payment money saved up, but we all know it's not a perfect world out mm-hmm. there. The uh, so the and for a lot of people, they uh, they end up with Julie for a uh, for a year or two while they save renting and then mm-hmm. come back out and uh, and buy with us down the road. Now with go ahead. Well, go they ahead. could get an investment property and let Julie uh, do the property management of it. Correct. Exactly. So you could do that. Well, you just have the whole circle of life right, right here. There. Right there. <laughs> um, and, and we have one more segment, small, short segment, that we're going to wrap things up. Um, but I do want to also mention to people, if you are thinking about renting, I mean, do you have homes that you could connect people with that or maybe are in their area? Yeah. We didn't really talk about that. Um, but if you have, if you know, if you're out there and, you know, maybe it's just not time for me to buy just yet. Well, Julie probably can help you find that property that can be the bridge between you renting and you owning yes so that's something good we're going to wrap up this show here in a moment but stick with us for our last segment right here on the housing hour
The Housing Hour with Kevin Ray continues, helping you understand what is really going on out there and what to do about it. Again, Kevin Ray. Is that Laura Daigle that you're playing there? I think it is. Sounds like it. It's a great artist here. I, if it is great, if it's not, then great too. <laughs> I'm feeling very brave. <laughs> yeah. uh, welcome back into the housing hour, as a matter of fact. And we have just a short period of time left here with Julie and Robert. Uh, we have Julie Thacker uh, with us today and Robert Carter alongside my co-host and executive uh, producer Mark Griffith. My name is Kevin Ray. Thank you guys for joining us. You can go to thehousinghour.com and see our shows uh, in the past, our current shows. Also, you can share those with friends and family. We're on Facebook, facebook.com slash thehousinghour, um, Twitter at thehousinghour. So we'd love for you to um, partner with us and share our show. Um, you can also find Julie and Robert's information right on the front page right now. Um, it's there for you to be able to go and uh, go to Robert's website. It's closedwithcarter.com, I believe is what it is. That right? is correct. Um, and, and do you have a website that you can rattle off? I sure do. Mm-hmm. TVRASoldit.com. TVRASoldit.com. TVRASoldit. TVRA. We're going to have that on our website. You got it. Go to thehousinghour.com, and you, we have it linked right there. You can go check it out. Um, and also, if you like, you can um, have uh, your picture taken with Robert. I'm sure you have an event yes. coming up, right? Yes. <laughs> At the mall, Saturday noon, <laughs> the, uh, from noon to 1, Westtown Mall. I'll yeah. be there taking pictures. Yeah, yeah, that's right. Come join us. If you are out there, you're thinking about buying a home, maybe you're considering um, what you want to do with your future housing needs. The first thing that you want to do is to get pre-qualified. Now, hey, there's people that may argue with me about that, but no realtor, and I'm going to let Julie <laughs> confirm or deny that this is true, um, no realtor wants to spend three or four hours with a client only to find out after they're at Starbucks getting ready to make an offer that they don't qualify. Am I right or am I wrong? You are 100% correct. Right. I don't. I, I do not waste my time right. in that fashion. Well... I'm yeah. just kidding. <laughs> no. I mean, I the first I sit down with them, figure yeah. out what their criteria is, and mm-hmm. I say, call Robert Carter. Mm-hmm. Then we'll go look at houses. That's right. And, and Robert, that's what you would recommend, I bet. I mean, we need to find out what they I know. I would for. never call me. Right. Yeah. <laughs> 865-850-2418. If you need a loan, I would call yeah. that guy. Right. The, uh, one thing a lot of people don't talk about, too, is before you list your house for sale, your primary residence, you should get pre-qualified. Mm-hmm. Once you accept a binding offer on your home to sell it, if you that's not the time to find out that you cannot buy the house that you want to. Absolutely. So before you stick that sign in the yard, also give us a call or and visit closewithcarter.com. If you still want to sell that house but you don't qualify, well, then guess what? <laughs> you just became a renter. Yeah. yeah. So, and that's okay. I mean, sometimes that is a very normal transition for people. Sometimes people want to sell home because they want to get a bigger home. Sometimes they want to sell home because they can't afford the payments. And yeah. sometimes they need to kind of back up, punt, and try to uh, build fill position. And there's plenty of people that are in town for a year working on a contract basis. It, mm-hmm. yeah, it doesn't really make sense to buy a home. Right. Well, and the, some people don't want the responsibility of owning a home. Right, so, right. that's true. It, 
But there's plenty of reasons to, to own a home. buy a home. But there are <laughs> there are reasons not to, and that's certainly we would be naive and we would be doing an injustice to all people listening to the show um, if we didn't say both sides of it. Certainly, owning a home is a wonderful part of the American dream. Um, but sometimes maybe you don't qualify and that's unfortunate, but it's not the end of the world. We're going to guide you there to yeah. show you what you need to do to get qualified. We don't just say no. That's right. That's exactly right. And that's one of that's one of the staples and part of our mission statement at Mortgage Investors Group is doing the right thing and doing it every time. And everybody says they're going to do the right thing. But I have never in my 40 years of life on this earth seen a company that has delivered that promise more times, more consistently than MIG does. Truly. So guys, I have to agree with that. I want to thank our guests today, um, Julie and Robert. Thank you guys so much for coming in and spending the hour with us. It's been great. So thank you guys. Thanks thank for you for having us. us back. Absolutely. You guys almost did that in, in unison. That's wonderful. <laughs> so the housing hour is presented by Mortgage Investors Group, 865-691-8910. You can also go to migonline.com. Uh, we want to thank our guests, but also Mark Griffith, our executive producer and co-host. Guys, check us next time right here on The Housing Hour. That's The Housing Hour with Kevin Ray for today. Join Kevin and his guests each week at this time to keep up with the why and why not you need to know. So come here to find out. This show is presented by Mortgage Investors Group.